Should you be dropping singles or should you be dropping full projects? Let's talk about it. What's going on? It's Pimp Fried Rice. Welcome to the Music Into Millions podcast. Thank you again for joining me. If you haven't already, make sure that you drop a like. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the other podcast channels, make sure you subscribe. That would be super awesome. That way we can get more content out to you guys to help you become successful in your music careers without waiting on a record label. So today we're going to be talking about singles versus full projects, which are better, which make more sense in today's landscape. And honestly, let's just get right into it. So I'm going to be honest before I start even getting into the video. I lean more on the sides of singles. I any, <clears throat> can't talk. Anybody that I talk to about the topic, I always say you should work singles and then eventually get to projects, which I'll get into as we talk about this video. So I just wanted to preface that so that way you're not saying, oh, he keeps leaning towards singles. That's the way I am going to lean. I'm biased towards that direction, and I think it's best for what we're dealing with nowadays. So with that being said, let's get into it. So with singles, the best part about it is you actually have more content to drop. And so whenever you drop a project, say it's 12 songs, 15 songs, something like that, typically people will promote that project for about two or three months maybe four or five if they're super diligent and they're super thorough with their you know marketing and advertising and everything like that but a lot of times a project does not have a super super long run to it and so what happens is if you have 12 to 15 songs that now you have to promote across the span of we'll say four months that over the span of four months that is th what three songs per month that is a lot of content to try and squeeze into such a little amount of time and it's going to be difficult for you as an artist to really show you know, the full scope of each song and the depth of each song in that little bit of time. And so when you drop each of these songs as singles, like say you were to take the same 12 to 15 songs and now release them as a single every week or every other week, you've now taken that uh, four-month period and stretched that. Say you do every other week. What is that? My math is horrible. I'm trying to do it on the spot. 12 times. We'll just say six months because I, I know that's not the exact numbers, but my math is horrible. But yeah, so you're actually taking the amount of time that you have to promote the songs and to get fans to like the song and to show the song, and you're stretching that out because now you can take two weeks for one song, two weeks for the next, two weeks for the next, two weeks for the next, to a point to where each of these songs has their own time to breathe. And you may not know, but one song may blow up and you would not have never and you would not have ever known that. Because of the fact that you were so focused on promoting these other 11, 11, other 14 songs that now that song got buried. But when you actually take the time to dissect the project and release them as individual singles, you're stretching that whole campaign out. Does that make sense? So that's what you want to do with singles is you want to stretch it out as long as possible because you can make that whole run just take more time. You could take more focus on it and you could be more detailed with how you promote these songs. The second reason that I would say it's better to put singles out instead of projects is it's actually easier for fans to digest singles than it is for them to digest projects. And what I mean by that is whenever I'm, personally this is how I go about things, whenever I'm finding a new artist I won't jump into their album. What I'll do is I'll check out maybe a single or two or maybe their most recent drop or anything like that. That way it kind of gives me a taste for am I going to even like this artist because I don't want to take an hour half hour, any amount of my chunk of my day and just throw it away on somebody that I may not like, I may not want to listen to their music. 
So me committing to a full project is way less likely than me committing to a song or two. So if you're always putting out singles, that makes it a smaller, easier to digest chunk of music for somebody to find out if they're a new fan of yours. So say you drop singles all the time, that if say they have a single that you dropped that maybe it didn't stick that well, fans can check it out and be like, okay, it wasn't that amazing, we'll go to the next one. That's perfectly fine. Not every single is gonna stick. But then, like I said, you may have that one single that now blows up. Now that becomes fans' first exposure to you and first encounter to you, and if it's something that they're obsessed with or they really like, they're gonna dive deeper into your content. So don't be like, oh, I need to have a project for them to check out, because if you have music that they like, they're going to go back into your catalog and check out more music. It's just a fact. So that actually kind of segues me into the next point, which is you want to have a back catalog of your music. That way, when people do find your singles, they have more music to check out. Because say you have a really awesome single and you know it's starting to take off, but that was the only single you've ever dropped, you're going to run into an issue to where now there's going to be plenty of people who are like, I love this guy, I love the song he put out. But now, I don't know where to go next. I don't know where to find any of his music. So, you want to have a back catalog. And this is where it doesn't matter if it's singles or albums. But you want to have a whole back catalog of music for somebody to check out once they come across your music. So, a great example of this is Russ. And now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of Russ's music. I can't say I go out of my way to listen to Russ. But I do look at the way he runs his music career a lot because he's very smart very business oriented and he looks like he has a grip on what he's doing. And the way that he kind of had his up his uprising is kind of how he came to fame is he dropped I want to say 11 albums. He had 11 albums on SoundCloud from the span of like 3 or 4 years back in like 2012 or something like that that was sitting on his uh, SoundCloud which that's like what 100 songs if not more. And then what he started doing, he already had those 11 albums, he started dropping one single every single week. And now, some of those singles did phenomenally, and they blew up, and those are the ones you hear on the radio, and you've probably heard from Russ, and some of them, did nobody heard at all. They have, like, maybe a couple thousand plays on SoundCloud, nothing super crazy, but what happened was, those few songs that did blow up, once people found them, and they're like, oh, I like this song, I like this guy, now they go on to SoundCloud, or Apple Music, wherever they go to find Russ, and they find this huge catalog of music now they have hours upon hours of new stuff to check out and they're not going to get bored and they actually have more of a chance to get to know Russ, become familiar with his music because he has that back catalog. So that one, it doesn't really matter if you're putting out singles or albums, but whichever you do put out, you want to have a back catalog of something for people to fall back on. And whether you create that back catalog through just constant dropping of singles or whether you do it through having two or three projects first and then you start to release singles. That's entirely up to you. Um, it, I kind of, it works differently for different artists. Some artists are great at the single game to where the way they make music is they make a hit, then they're on to the next one. They make a hit, they're on to the next one. Some artists are the type where they think in projects. They think in full bodies of work. Like they're like, okay, I made this song and it has like this kind of emotion and this kind of feel to it and I wanted to segue into this song which has a little bit more of this, and it kind of tells a story across the whole project. And a lot of times artists think, oh, okay, well, if I'm releasing singles, I can't have that same storyline or that same, you know, like, full body of work. But that's not true. The only difference is you're extending that period of time that you get to tell that story. 
So say like it's a very conceptual album that you're working on and you have like a main character in the album and he's going through, it's almost like a movie, but you know, with music and he goes on a journey, he figures some things out, goes through some like interpersonal development. You can spread all that stuff out over the course of months through telling that story on social media, through singles and all these other ways of going about it. It doesn't mean just because you don't have it as a project anymore that you have to lose that storyline. So I don't know if this rant helps with you guys. This is just something I was actually sending out to my email, my email list, and I really wanted to talk about with you guys because I thought it was a great topic about the difference between singles and albums. Um, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Which do you think are better? Are you a singles guy or are you a project guy or a singles girl or a project girl? Make sure you drop it in the comments. I want to see who's winning down there. Like I said, personally, I'm all about singles, but it does not hurt your career to go either way. Let me know. Have a great rest of your day. Keep dropping music. See you later.